0: Hello and everybody, welcome to another episode of the One Amazing Life podcast, a podcast for teens by teens. Boy, we are excited today. We are going to be kicking off our special Easter episode. And my name is Chris Stewart. I am one of your co-hosts for this show. As always, I am joined by my main man, my best friend, and my compadre in this business, my other co-host, his name is...
1: Hey, it's Jamie here. I'm glad to be here talking about Easter, with uh, all the friends. Uh, This is gonna be a good show, Chris. And Chris, I also just, you know, I gotta keep the habit going. You are wearing a wonderful uh, vest today with what looks like a silver tie. Is it silver?
0: You know what, I'm glad you brought that up, Jamie. I'll tell you, Uh, I'm excited. As we go through this kind of tough time uh, around the world right now, uh, you know, this is the coronavirus time and a lot of us are going through some stuff. I have on my New Orleans Saints tie. Matching with my New Orleans Saints pin, because I remember back when Hurricane Katrina hit and how the coming together of the community was such an uplifting part when you could just see God's work in the city of New Orleans and how he brought that city back from like such a tough time. And we're going to do that again now. And I'm just using this as a symbol of hope today. Uh, for everybody. So thank you for noticing.
1: Love it. And I think I even heard something about uh, a quarterback from that town giving like 5 million bucks or something crazy like that.
0: He did. Drew Brees, he gave a, a $5 million donation to help out with the coronavirus and with all the people basically laid off from work. Uh, you know, New Orleans is a big music and food town, so a lot of the people that live there are either musicians or they work in the restaurant business. So when something like this happens, everybody's just out of work. You know, there's when there's no people to come hear the music or eat the food. You know what I mean? A lot of people go through a tough time. So that was very cool of him to step up. So, Jamie, are you ready to introduce our esteemed guest for today's show?
1: You know, I am ready, and I think it'd be awesome to let all these guys introduce uh, themselves. So uh, uh, let's let's get started with, um, how about the, the man who uh, likes to skate the most? We'll do that guy
2: hey what's up i'm ben i'm in 12th grade and i like to go to the beach
1: i'm matt i'm
3: in 11th grade an interesting thing about me is that i play drums
1: all right thanks matt uh that sounds pretty good um let's go to our last guest introduce yourself uh what's up guys
4: i'm ezra and i'm in 11th grade and uh I guess I think I've gained about like six pounds since this quarantine thing has started. I've just been eating a lot.
1: Now you also sound a little sick right now, Ezra. What's going on with that? are you 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 think you got a touch of the uh, virus here or what's happening?
4: um I kind of woke up like very like 30 minutes ago, so usually when I wake up I usually I have like this kind of stuffiness, but it usually goes around like in an hour or so so I think I'm fine. Well, good. It's nice to have you all back on the show. Um, Thanks again for for really stepping
0: up and helping us out, celebrate this Easter episode. And uh, so anyway, guys, we're kicking off talking about Easter, man. Boy, so much goes on with this particular celebration, let's say, with, uh, you know, I mean, there's the the death and then there's the rebirth of of Christ and and all these things that go along with it. Um, I'd like to kind of start off, though, a little bit smaller and just kind of go with, Ben, what's uh what's a tradition in your family around Easter?
2: Around Easter time, uh, I used to wake up and go to my neighbor's house, and they'd have like a bunch of eggs all like along this like hillside thing that all the like neighborhood kids could like go and like hunt eggs and stuff. It was super fun.
0: Yeah, you know, I totally agree with you. It's like it's weird, huh? Like when we're younger kids, you know, and we don't really understand the true meaning of Easter. You- Pretty much we think Easter is just maybe some like eggs and jelly beans and, and you know, it's kind of the candy, the chocolate bunnies, uh, and things like that that we put a mean to Easter, but it's not really what it's all about, right? Matt, what's how was your uh, what was your Easter like as a child? What what would you guys do as for like tradition? Was there anything special you guys would do or
3: I I feel like it was pretty normal. We would like we'd usually go to uh service and then we would also or we'd wake up and like there'd be a trail of like jelly beans and candy from our room into the living room. And then we would like look around for like the eggs. So they would always like hide it places and stuff. And then we'd get like baskets and then we'd go to service. I guess that's pretty normal. Maybe.
0: Yeah, no, totally man. I dig it. Ezra, what about you, man? Well, what's happening in your family? Uh, Like kind of when you were growing up is, is on Easter Sunday, what would, what would go down?
4: We live like, a two minute walk from this park and like every Saturday before Easter, they'd have this like huge Easter egg hunt and like where all the kids from the neighborhood would just come and, uh, they would like hide eggs over the park. So that's kind of what we as a family would go to like the day before Easter. And usually on Easter, uh, we would go to church obviously. And then we'd have probably like a special lunch after to celebrate it.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you, man. That was uh the same for us. We would do, a little thing for the, the kids in the morning and then uh, we'd all go to church and then there would be some kind of special lunch, usually with family or, or a bunch of friends or something. I don't know, usually for whatever reason for us, it always consisted of use like a ham or something. We'd have some kind of like roast or something that was kind of an Easter meal or whatever. Now, Ezra, I'm going to go back to you. Tell me when was like the first time you really started to kind of understand
4: the significance of Easter from a faith-based point of view? I'd say like pretty early in my life. I couldn't give you like an exact age, but like my parents were super good at just explaining things to me. And I kind of just from that point on understood it pretty well. And yeah, I guess just at like an early age. Oh, cool. So Matt, same question for you. Um,
0: When was it that you really started to identify what Easter meant to you? You know, like beyond Easter candy and and chocolate bunnies and social media posts and Easter bunny. Like when was it that you understood the true meaning of Easter and how did that impact you?
3: I don't know exactly, but it was probably um, some day in Sunday school when they're talking about it, like actually thinking about the story, not just like listening to it and being like, Oh yeah, whatever. It was probably during like Sunday school.
0: Now what was your kind of identification with Easter Sunday services, Matt? Um, you know, typically it's a big kind of, it's almost like, right, we have Chris, Christmas where we're celebrating, you know, the initial birth of Christ, and then um, then we have Easter, right? And so, like, both of those services typically seem to be, uh, I don't want to say jam-packed, but, you know, what I mean, like, there's a lot of sometimes newer people, they, they kind of do a bigger uh, presentation, right, just a little, little bit more things like that. What was your, uh, like, excitement around that, or was there any?
3: Uh, I don't know if there's any like particular excitement. It's just like, you're going to church, there's just, it was always like really hot. And it was always, oh, we always did it outside. So it was like a little special. And you can like dress up a little bit more than you usually would. Yeah. I don't know
0: about you guys, but I don't even think dressing up was an option on Easter Sunday. If I remember correctly, mom would have the, uh, the outfit picked out for me and it would be, uh, something that back in those days I wouldn't necessarily want to wear. You know what I mean? It wouldn't be my usual t-shirt and jeans or whatever I was wearing. It would usually be a dress shirt or something. And I would complain about it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Chris, for me, that was my whole experience too. When I was a kid, I would, uh, my parents would go buy like a new fancy outfit for me but just for Easter. Like it was the Easter outfit. It usually yeah, consisted right. of some uncomfortable shirt, some pants I had to wear a belt with, and then some kind of a little clip-on tie that had a little hook thing, you know, you just clip that thing on your yep. on your uh, neck and then um, I had I had to wear usually fancy uncomfortable shoes. Uh, and when I was a kid, I had a pair of penny loafers where you get a little penny and slip them in the front of the shoe. I don't know if you remember those. Um, that was a thing back yep. then. So, yeah, that was kind of my whole Easter outfit.
0: Now, Ben, what about you? What's like I want to take take me back to when you start identifying, you know, the resurrection of Christ. What does that bring up for you emotionally? Right. Like, Like what kind of hope did that give you? Or, or what did you kind of identify with when, when you started to really understand the true story of Easter?
2: Well, my parents didn't really raise me um, necessarily with Christianity. Uh, I did that on my own. Once I started to understand it, like when I was getting into like middle school and like actually understanding that it wasn't just like an Easter egg hunt, I guess I started to understand that like... Um, it was, I don't know, just more important. And it like gave me hope that like, I don't, I don't know, like made me happy, I guess. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It does. Now, Ezra, what what would be a message that you would want to tell the world about Easter, about what your relationship is to Easter nowadays, since, I mean, this podcast is broadcast all over the world. What's something that maybe people aren't familiar with that you could kind of offer as a message of hope to them?
4: Um, I know there's like including my friends and like people around the world. There's a lot of people like hesitant, I guess, to believe in the word of Christ and all that stuff. But kind of like the Easter uh, message to me was that at first I saw that I, like my parents told me about this guy who just was dead and then resurrected. And uh, it kind of gives me hope that like, Oh, Jesus can do all things even like come back from the dead and, uh, reassures my hope of like is he real or not stuff like that absolutely now in the whole
0: process right um when when jesus died on the cross what was your initial emotions around the way that jesus was treated
3: back then i probably didn't understand why or like any reasoning it's just like crazy what happened and i don't know back then i probably didn't bring up that much emotion besides just like dang that really sucks but like it's cool that he died on the cross for us and then like came back but now like thinking about it it's so much more crazy than that like it just brings so much like like you can like physically feel hurt just thinking about like what happened i guess now that i know exactly what happened i guess that's kind of the emotion that comes in when i think about it it's like physical hurt
0: yeah no absolutely and uh and i think that's that's so key especially with this week and and all the things that that happen in 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 holy week with palm sunday we start and and get into that is the fact of it. Wow. Like we feel that much pain this many, you know, years later, like what was the actual process? Right. I think that really, as you do get older, it really starts to make more sense. And, uh, you know, I don't know for me, it always brings me closer to Jesus and and just the amount of sacrifice that he went through. Now, Ben, going back to you, not being raised necessarily, um, with this story, like when you started to understand it, what way of hope, I guess, did that give you when you saw the process, right? Of like the humiliation that Jesus went through, like the, the persecution the betrayal by his like closest friends uh, let's just say. And now that you understand the story, how does that make him, how does that relate to your relationship with God?
2: Um, it makes me sad that they could like do that to someone just, not just someone like Jesus Christ. I feel like um, it draws me closer because, like, the fact that he would do that for like me and like everyone around us, like, makes me feel better.
0: No, I think you said it all right. It brings you closer. That's it. Like when you understand what that suffering was like, it's like no matter what we go through down here on Earth and as human beings, it's like we know that he understands that suffering. Right. That that's that's really where his love. Comes into us and, and really, I don't want to say gives us freedom, but it, it it really makes us understand just how great His love is for us. At least you know, in, in my humble opinion. So, Jamie, I want to ask you a question. Coming from a, you know, a very Christian background, your father was a pastor. You became a pastor. Can you give us a little summarization of the actual process of Easter for maybe some of our listeners that aren't necessarily familiar with the story of um, the crucifixion and then the resurrection. Um, so people can kind of understand what we're talking about. Yeah.
1: Here. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a uh, it's interesting because in the gospels we have, um, different accounts, uh, different kind of pieces of the story that you kind of have to push all together into one pile, but, you know, really, um, uh, John, like half of the book of John is is Holy Week and beyond. So if you look at it, which is a lot, I mean, it, there's a lot of teaching on um, everything that happened just in the last week of Christ's life. Um, so basically for us, though, when we look at the crucifixion and the resurrection, uh, the crucifixion we celebrate uh, or happened on a Friday. Friday night, he, he uh, gets betrayed the night before in the middle of the night and then taken away and then has these trials that are done for him that uh, seem to be um, false. And there's multiple of those because uh, it, it couldn't just be the Jewish people would have to um, take him and uh, decide to put him to death. But it ends up being uh, multiple stages where not only is Jesus shamed and humiliated, he's also teaching people through the whole thing. As it happens, they end up um, beating him multiple times, um, and that in and of itself is a pretty powerful thing just to, to listen to that story and to hear just the physical agony that Jesus went through. He was put up on a cross, which was a typical Roman way of, of, um, of killing someone, and it had a couple purposes to that. that they would put people up on the cross, one, one because it was shameful, so it was showing that this is a person who was shamed. And I think we, we forget that, that the cross wasn't, he wasn't elevated on the cross to stand out or somehow because he was a super important person. He was put on a cross because that brought shame to him or was supposed to, at least. That's what the Romans would think. And it was also supposed to assert sort of this Roman dominance over the people of Israel. And so Jesus was put on a cross while he was on the cross, uh, he said he even said some things that are, you know, one of my the, my favorite, one of the most amazing things Jesus ever uh, said happened on the cross um, when he turned to the um, the criminal who was next to him and he said, "Surely today you will be with me in uh, paradise," which is a pretty incredible thing that Jesus gave this man this assurance of salvation, this assurance that he would be with him. Uh, even as he's nailed to a cross, which is a pretty incredible thing. Um, As he's on the cross, he ends up dying uh, and giving up his his spirit. It says he was put into a tomb, um, and he stayed in that tomb overnight. Now, they say three days, so it was like a Friday night, I guess, where he was put into the tomb, right? And then he's in there, and then he's in there on all Saturday, and then it was Sunday morning, early in the morning, that two women came, to make sure that, um, you know, just to kind of check and make sure that everything's okay. They show up, and the tomb is open, and there's an angel, and it, yeah, it gets kind of crazy. And so from there, all of a sudden, they're like, where is Jesus? We don't know. Uh, and that's when we celebrate Easter. We celebrate the fact that Jesus is missing, which is kind of a weird thing to celebrate, um, but that's, uh, that's how we do it. So um, that's kind of a real quick recap of... Good Friday into Easter, which is what we're celebrating or what we're talking about today.
0: I love it. Thanks so much, Jamie, for uh, that. That was a, a great great description and great summarization. And you know, and that's kind of where I want to jump into right now with you guys is, you know, um, Ezra, you know, coming up, we have Easter Sunday coming up. We would be celebrating the resurrection of Christ. We would be celebrating with our brothers and sisters uh, in Christ. We'd be, you know, it'd be a big day of, of celebration and there's all these things. But now because currently we're all under this kind of quarantine around the world because of the coronavirus, we're going to have to be celebrating at home. So what is that like for you? I mean, what is it bring up any animosity? Does it bring up sadness, frustration? And then what are you going to do as a special, you know, kind of celebration
4: at your own home? Um, yeah, I'm definitely going to feel sad, just like, and also a little weird because like this has never really happened before. We've never like had a global like uh, just – cancellation of church services and stuff like that. But um yeah, I'm definitely going to feel sad and uh, our family will probably just do the same thing. Like we'd usually do after our service, just have like a huge meal. Cool. I like that.
0: Ben, I'm going to go to you with the same question. Being on how, you know, normally you, you'll, you'd will you be at church on Sunday and we'd be celebrating together and all the, you know, youth group would be together and all those kind of things. And now that you're going to be, at your home how does that make you feel emotionally and then what are you going to do to celebrate the resurrection of Christ in your own home
2: I'm bummed I'm not going to be able to see the people at church that I usually would on like an event like this like Ezra I'm probably going to have a like a meal with my family and but yeah it's definitely going to be a bummer to not be able to see everyone
0: yeah no I I hear you and and I'm, I know that we'll all gather together around the around the world, and there'll be a plenty of online services, and and I'm sure somebody will come up with some kind of special, you know, online thing that we can all join a Zoom call or something, so we can all still celebrate. I know for us personally at our church, we're going to do something cool um, with all the high schoolers and, and and probably some middle schoolers and things like that as well. So that's going to be super cool. Now, Matt, what about you? What, what's what's going to be your plan for Easter? How are you handling that emotion of not being with your brothers and sisters and christ and, and
3: celebrating and actually at a church or somewhere like that and just being at home honestly uh i wouldn't be surprised if my family actually like forgets that it's easter just because like the perception of time during this whole thing is just like really weird like you never know what day it is like time doesn't matter anymore the whole celebration thing with like the church community is gonna be weird because like we've been finding ways to do it recently with like like we've been doing like the live streams on youtube and like zoom calls and stuff like that but i really i hope we can do something cool with the with the church community cuz I'm definitely going to try to do something with my family but like do something with the church community as well.
0: No, absolutely. I love it. And um uh, you know, I'm right there with you guys, you know? What I mean, I'm I'm definitely sad and, and a little bit frustrated, I guess, um that we're not going to be able to really celebrate this monumental event. I really look forward to this every year. You know, and for me, it's you know, it's a different kind of I don't know. I come into it that not only is it the resurrection of Christ, but it's my day to kind of serve other people that would come to church that don't normally come to church. Right. So it's, it's my opportunity to meet some new people, maybe, uh, you know, share my story, um, and with them and, and invite them into, you know, kind of our church or our home, as we like to call it, uh, to celebrate this day. And, and, uh, not only do I get to usually meet at least a couple of new people, but it's also my way to give back to the church, you know, and I like to set up chairs early for the service because there's so many more people and, and, you know, help break it down or, or whatever that's going to look like every year it differs. But, uh, you know, I, I, I love to serve uh, the body of Christ and, and our church as well and everything that I can. And, and so I'm really going to miss that part as well um, in doing that. But in the same way, I also love that we have this show and, and I love that we are able to reach out in the community through the Internet and things like that. And so I'm sure I'll, uh, I'll definitely increase my presence online this next week. And, uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you, all of our listeners. Um, you can email me at Chris at one dash youth dot com. Uh, and let us know what you're going to do for Easter at home or, or how that looks like for your family. And, um, Jimmy, what are you thinking about doing? And I know you got some stuff planned.
1: You know, I was thinking two thoughts in my head. One is um, I wonder what Kanye is going to do for Easter. <laughs> um, I, don't, I mean, I'm I'm actually genuinely curious because, uh, you know, with his kind of revival year going this year, uh, I'm wondering, like, you know, what, what – uh, What exactly that guy's got put together? Probably something epic or big, um, even in the midst of coronavirus stuff. And here's my other thought, and maybe this is a little irreverent, but is it okay to eat rabbit on Easter? Or is that like you don't do that? Because like Easter bunny, like craziness. Whoa, that's a that's a tough question right there my friend yeah I don't, I don't eat rabbit often you know I don't but sometimes you can you know and there's a great yeah. uh there's a great uh butcher around um, our parts up here where you can get pretty much any kind of animal you want seems like so um I don't know man you know my family probably like in all seriousness though my family is gonna gather around um, and we'll probably talk to some of the extended family online. And uh, we'll celebrate, um, you know, it's, a, it's an interesting thing, the whole Easter deal, because we celebrate something that we know has already happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus is already alive, still is alive. Uh, and every year we celebrate it. We don't want to forget that. Uh, but another part of it, too, is, is it's also Passover, and Passover is a celebration uh, that we are not caught up in our own sin and destruction, that there is a Passover lamb, and that is Jesus who uh, died for our sin, for our transgressions, our mistakes. Uh, and so there's a celebration of that fact too, that that uh, Easter brings with us. And and so, you know, there's something cool about just being able to sit in that reality that we've been forgiven. And so that's just something I like to do. Um, and I know all sorts of people have all sorts of different uh, different uh, traditions. I probably won't be dressing up this year like I did when I was a little kid, though.
0: Well, you know, Jimmy, I will tell you that uh, according to all preferences around the country and even those vegans and um animal lover worshipers that you are allowed to eat chocolate bunnies. So please go ahead and indulge on the chocolate bunny. That That's all bets are safe on that
1: one. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for the very political, <laughs> the very politically correct and most delicious answer. Yes. you know, So I, I will do that. I will definitely eat some form of chocolate. And I will join you, my friend.
0: All right, to wrap up the show, because I think we're coming to the end of our time here. You know what? We're going to go around. We are coming to the end of Lent as well, Jamie. And remember, we did have a couple of these guys on the show when we had our Lent episode, and they made promises to God and to all of our listeners around the world that they were going to stay tight to one or a couple things that they were going to do. So, um,
4: Ezra. My promise was that I would stop uh, having... Or, like, thinking about what other people are thinking about me whenever, like, I'm at school or something. And I guess it's definitely been easier because we're in quarantine and the only people who can really see are our families. But, like, during the midst of, like, this whole COVID-19, coronavirus thing, like, it's kind of taken my mind off. uh, Like, I didn't really think about Lent until, like, you brought it up this morning. So like. I mean, I guess I'm in a way like kind of fulfilling my promise, but like in an accidental way that I didn't even like realize I was doing it because of, the quarantine.
1: Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say, it might be, like Chris is saying, it might be accidental, but it's not accidental, right? Like, God maybe is doing something in that. Um, I did want to point something out on the first episode. Uh, we also said maybe that you were gonna let Matt be your stylist. I'm wondering if that happened at all, Matt. Did you choose any outfits for Ezra during this time?
3: I wish that we followed through on that, but I mean, half of the time, he was just in his house anyway, so... Didn't really
1: matter. You know, there's still time. You could tell Ezra what he needs to wear for Easter.
3: Yeah, I think I think we should we should make up for it for the last week. I can great idea, Matt,
0: and uh, and then make sure and post that please on the uh, Instagram account because we would love to see what you picked out for him. Um, Matt, what was your other thing that you were gonna do for Lent?
3: Uh for me, I think I said I was gonna limit my like my phone usage because it was impairing my ability to get my schoolwork done. And I was actually going pretty well for a while. I was like still using a lot, but like definitely using it less than I would. Then when we got sent home and we've just been home, like, especially for the first week, like I was on my phone so much because I just had nothing to do. because we didn't have class. So like, uh, I don't know. I was just on my phone like all the time and I kind of still am. So it's definitely gone back up. Unfortunately, I don't think I did very well.
1: The other good thing, too, is that you have a uh, we all got a week left still. Right. We've got Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, and Saturday to kind of pick something uh, that we want to do. You know, there's still some time, which is kind of cool. So, you know, I, I think, uh, Chris, you've taught this to me. Remind me of this is, you know, we, we've got today. Right. We've got, we've got uh, this day, we've got, uh, we don't know if we have tomorrow and, and yesterday already happened. So like we have today and today we can do something. So um, for anyone out there too, who's like, oh man, lint, I let that go. Um, don't feel weird or guilty or shameful about it. What you should probably do is, is pick something that you can do today uh, and put that into practice. Um, Chris, man, I'm curious, you started this thing off at the beginning before maybe we started recording and you're like, man, I have victory. Um, you've had a good season. If I remember it right, you were going to give up punk rock music. So let us know how that's going.
0: You know what, Jamie, thanks for bringing that up. And, uh, you know, I'm happy to report that I have continued to give up punk rock music for this entire time of Lent. And it has not been easy. Uh, I'll tell you, but you know, what I found that really helped me out is that I added an extra hour of prayer, of meditation, of reading the scriptures, um, doing some devotional work, and, you know, and I feel great, you know, and I'm a little bit anxious, honestly, for next week when this comes to an end, and I'm going to reintroduce that back into my life. Um, But, you know, the other cool thing about this that I just want to mention is that even though I gave up the music, I also have been connecting with a lot of my friends and fellow like musicians that are in the punk rock scene uh, across the world because of the coronavirus. And I don't know if I've been more spiritual, but I felt more spiritual in our relationships, right? And like the things that are going back, like I've really been able to be there as, as a messenger of God's word for them. And not all, you know, most of them aren't Christians or aren't believers. And, uh, and in this time of kind of chaos, I've been able to bring peace into their lives. So it's just kind of cool how god makes things work right like like you said you plant that little that little mustard seed of faith that we always talk about and how it just kind of takes off and and it turns into something we never even would have imagined that was even possible so i don't know i'm i'm killing it in the lent game right now i feel good about it
1: <laughs> well congratulations for uh killing it in the lent game i don't know if i've heard that <laughs> phrase before but uh probably I'm not glad someone's killing it in the lent game
0: which means that God is killing it in me, right? Because I don't do anything on my own. That's for sure. So um, but yeah, that, that has been cool. Um, well, listen, I want to thank you guys for being on the show today. As always, always good insight. Thanks for your positive messages and, and, and your honesty and, and your vulnerability and talking about uh, what's going on in your lives and sharing it with all of the people that tune in from around the world. Uh, I know definitely uh, we want to wish everybody a, a great Easter week and, uh, you know, in this time of kind of chaos and, and disruption, you know what I mean? always remember, uh, you know, there is one that we go to that one is God, uh, may find him now. And, and hopefully, uh, you know, we can hear some great stories. Like I said, if you guys want to send us some emails or anything like that about what's been going on with you, uh, wherever you live and about how your faith has increased or, or been tested either way, we would love to hear them. Jamie, what are you thinking right now? Uh, what's a, give us a great message to send out to everybody.
1: You know, um, I I think the the message that everyone out there needs to hear is that uh, God loves you and wants to be with you, um, and I want to want everyone out there to know that. It Doesn't matter uh, whether you did Lent or not. It doesn't matter how you celebrate Easter. It doesn't matter um, if you feel like you've been successful this season or not. That um, that God is close. And uh, not to forget that fact So I just want everyone out there to remember that That, that God is close to you wherever you are No matter how isolated you feel um, Or no matter uh, How difficult your circumstances are The Lord is near
0: Absolutely, I love that message Thank you so much Alright, well thanks again everybody for tuning into the this show Thanks to all my guests uh, And thank you Jamie And most of all, thank you to our producer Patrick We have a hard enough time in the studio But especially doing this all on Zoom uh, So Patrick, thank you for all your hard work Uh, We hope everybody has a safe and healthy week. And as always, the One Amazing Life podcast will be back next week.
4: Take care. God bless.